2: what's up everybody welcome to the live spot i'm your host sebastian coffee right out of oklahoma city today we got mike torres aka authors on the show what's up man what up what up and we got sam mcintosh what's going on sam
3: that's a funny way to say my name mcintosh like you were mad at me or something sam
2: McIntosh. <laughs> yeah mcintosh so Mr. man the band the band what were you gonna say I was just going
3: to say, fuck it, it doesn't
2: matter. (laughs) (laughs) All right, the band Authors, a one-man band, who just ironically was able to come on tonight kind of randomly. I didn't get to do a whole lot of research about you, so tell me where you're from,
0: man. Uh, Yeah, first off, thank you guys so much for having me. Um, I am from Florida, grew up in Naples, and um, I live in L.A. now, so yeah. How long how long have you had the name authors Sport? is this something that's recently started or have you been doing it a solo project for a while? It's been around like four years now, maybe even five. It's been a while. So what what I found interesting
2: in, in watching part of your videos that we're gonna air tonight is when you do a concert, is it just you, your guitar, and your DJ equipment? Yes. <clears throat> dude that is so rad so what made you decide to kind of do a solo project and go this style with it
0: uh so first and foremost like I just love rock music I've grown up on rock music and then I, I just got really exposed to electronic music like as I was growing up and stuff and I just kind of uh at the time nobody was doing any sort of like fusion of things and I, and I just wanted to do something that would blend everything that I love and just kind of have no rules. So it just, uh, it was just the concept and just kind of, I figured it out from there.
3: No, the truth is what he decided a long time, he got tired of freaking attitudes from other band members. He's like, fuck this. I'm doing it myself. So.
0: <laughs> well, well, it, it is, a, I mean, not attitude per se, but it is like being in a band is, is a, it's a family and there's lots of, issues and things that come up, you know, and I was just like, I, I can do this alone better and collaborate with everybody, but it doesn't necessarily have to be tied to, you know, four other lives. And that, you know, and if you're able to do that
2: and you have the uh, um, what do you call it, the creativity to do it on your own, then you might as well. So when you, so is all, are all the drums
0: electronically produced then on your music? For the most part, yeah. Um, I use like Moto Drum and Perfect Drummer, things like that. But I have used live drums and I've been uh, talking to some drummers lately to just put more live drums in the mix. And I would love in the future to do shows with live drummers. So,
2: when you do shows now, do you have any other performers that you hire to get on stage with you? Yeah. Or is it just you? Just me. So, how many shows have you played solo? And, and and first of all before I say that, when you first started playing shows as a solo artist, was was it a little bit nervous to go on by yourself on stage knowing all eyes are just on you?
0: Um yeah, definitely. Um a bunch of shows already, for sure. <clears throat> and it was, it's definitely weird. I mean, when I first started with this, I was using an APC40 running everything through Ableton and there's just like a lot of parts and pieces going on. So it's definitely a lot more um, involved mentally than okay. you was know, playing guitar or playing bass or something. Um, so it's definitely a lot to process, but, uh, but I love it. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't change it. That's also awesome. I do want to say that Sam, I think is having technical difficulties
2: and <laughs> that's why he got, he got off the camera real quick. Yeah, In case you're, case you're wondering what the heck's going on. I did not piss him off and he left. It's just literally technical difficulties on his end.
0: He didn't want so- it in a bottle
2: on camera, so <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you were, so I'm assuming you were in a band or bands before you went solo.
0: Yeah, so I spent a lot of time in a band called Us First Them when I was younger, okay. um, and we played like a whole bunch of shows around Florida and like regionally in the U.S. Did like war tour and things like that, and and it was like an amazing, amazing time. But um, you know, we just had different life paths and so eventually that kind of came to an end and it was like what do i what do i do now and so i just to figure figured it out were you the singer were you the singer in us versus them i played bass and I, I sang like backgrounds and like random we had parts that i would sing but i wasn't the main singer cool man
2: that first video that you plopped up on here what is that song called it's kind of like describe to us like the style you would put it as
0: oh man uh hyperpunk that's what i've been calling it um, but it's called 2020 Catastrophe. It's the first song from an EP that I'm in the process of dropping called Equanimity. And um, it's just like a fusion of like rock and dubstep and I guess like rap in some ways. Um, just like a lot of stuff that I like. I don't really like putting like a name. It's called Hyperpunk. It's called Pop Punk Techno. Yeah, some hyper <laughs> electronic, electronic. That's been one of the biggest things, honestly, is kind of like what to call this. So it's like electro-punk, punk step. Like, okay. it's figuring <clears throat> the more I've, I've been doing this podcast and bands I've been
2: talking to and music I've been listening to, there really is a crossbreed of genres that you really can't just say it's this or that. But I start to ask the band what they think it is
0: because I know what I think it is. And I'm usually not right. So
1: but yeah, I don't right know
0: that, that, that's one of my favorite things about like right now in music is I feel like genres are just like everyone's blending all kinds of crazy stuff and so we're we're hearing things that are just like not really in any boxes which is really cool. Yeah, that is cool. Let's play that song. Uh see you want to play that first one? What's the, what's the name of the song? 2020
3: catastrophe. You
2: play
3: played. Like... I'm having technical div- difficulties over here.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh the bottle I'll,
3: yeah.
2: He said you're pinging in a bottle. <laughs> Sam pushed it. <laughs>
0: In the shit, barely find the time to look up to see it. I'd say I'm different, but you'd call my love. Can you try it? It's never enough for us. You could ask anybody Everything's fine, we're doing alright It's going down tonight No one's saying sorry Yeah, we're alright We're doing fine, everything's fine On the outside 2020 (laughs) 2020, (laughs) catastrophe The 2020 <laughs> catastrophe
2: It was good. It was mellow, but it was also hard. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was cool, man. Dude, did do you, do you ever surprise yourself when you're done with the song and you go back and listen to it and be like, how the fuck did I write that? Like, do you ever do that? Uh, no,
0: no. I mean, well, I,
2: you're talent more talented than I am because I go back. I'm like, man, that was awesome. Even if it wasn't that cool, I surprised myself. Hell yeah. <laughs> but this all comes from your head, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man, so I, I noticed something that
0: you did, or I i don't know, but you probably do it. Do you loop your sounds live when you're playing concerts? Sometimes, yes, but only for specific, like, looping parts. Like, otherwise, it's, uh, like, different pieces playing at different times, and then the, like, live parts are live. So you're just saying you're that talented that you
2: don't amaze yourself with what you write.
0: Thanks, <laughs> so much. You Know Is that what you're saying? I don't know man I, I, I just am trying to write like the best stuff that I can and, and just trying to like push the envelope as far as like I possibly can with everything that uh, is at my disposal so yeah Do hey, you ever, once like, a song is over like don't get me wrong like I, I love I love the songs and, and they have like serious places in my heart but once a song is over then it's on to the next one
2: right yeah you just you're done, you're done writing it uh how long does it usually take you to write a song
0: because you have all these different elements that go into it. It really depends. Like some of the songs literally can take shape in an hour and some of the pop songs can take shape in like four months. It's just kind of like, what does it need and what sometimes it just all is there. And then sometimes I just need to sit with it and like, see what, uh, what it calls for. I like the songs that you write that like for me
2: personally, if I was to write a song, it takes an hour to write it it's like the song almost speaks to you and tells you what it needs to happen. And I think that's what's cool that what you do with adding your electronic sounds to it. Um, is there like a certain structure you follow or does it just kind of come into play whenever you need it to come into play?
0: Uh, definitely depends. Typically I'll write, cause the most important thing to me is the lyrics and like the song itself and like what it means and what it's saying. So I'll usually write everything on guitar and then just kind of have like an acoustic version literally. And then from there, just start messing around and just fucking with it. (laughs) (laughs) Does your guitar have? uh, It look like? Do you have like different distortions? Gibson mass. uh, What is that? A Gibson. So actually, literally right here. So it's a Gibson SG. And it has a kill switch on it, two P90s. I really love this thing a lot. But I use a uh, Headrush pedal board. Um, Shout out Headrush because it's the most amazing piece of guitar equipment I've ever found. And it basically has um, every amp, every sound, every effect, like everything you could ever need to build your own sounds and rigs and stuff all in it. So I'll just have everything set or what the song needs and I'm able to just kind of switch back and forth on the fly. That's cool, man. In Florida, I'm, and I'm
2: sure you're very original amongst your, your peers out there in Florida, when you play concerts, have you, do you just play in Florida? Or have you traveled around and played across the United States, things like that?
0: Yeah. So, uh, some of the most like notable ones I did imagine music festival in Atlanta two different years. I did a uh, sunset music festival with uh, my boy, Wares. um, a couple of like shows in Tallahassee, uh, shows in Orlando, and then uh, out here did like Whiskey a Gogo like right before it shut down, like literally the week before everything shut down. Um and then I've done a couple of like just underground like raves and stuff like that. So I bet you're ready to get back on stage, huh? Bro, you have no idea. I'm not even just ready to get back on stage. I'm ready to just be in the atmosphere. I miss it more than anything in the whole world. Did Florida even really shut down all the way though? Wasn't there still stuff going on in Florida? Florida gives no (laughs) fuck. I love it so much, but, but I moved here in September of 2019. So like, I got like, you know, five months or whatever of like time here and then everything shut down. And then it's been really interesting to see how different places have treated it. But yeah, Florida, like all my friends and like my family lives over there and they're just like. Nothing's even happening here. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of like... Wait, so
2: where where you are? You in California now? Yeah. Okay, okay, yo, dude, two totally different worlds. Oh, From Florida yeah. to California, yeah. Because in Oklahoma, there's still constant stuff going on, and and yeah. has been going on. And some of my buddies in California, they're like, "What? Your kids are in school?" And I'm like, "Yeah, man, they've been in school. Well, everything's just rocking over
0: there." Did you pick the wrong yeah. time to move to Florida? or california i mean yeah i definitely picked the wrong time that's for sure but i mean i'm i'm grateful you know a lot of a lot of good things have come out of it and just like take a bad situation and make it work you know
3: well texas is open right back up mississippi's opening back up i'm sure alabama and georgia will follow suit and then of course florida's never shut down so luckily
0: we got word i believe that uh this week, we're going to get indoor dining back to some extent. And then by April, we should have like outdoor events and things like that. But it's been interesting to see how people have coped, like, you know, drive-in raves coming up and just like lots of uh, very uh, intuitive ideas on how to deal with it. So,
3: hey, don't forget you're at you're in L.A. area. So you, you got NAM. Hopefully we'll come back this winter, uh, this okay. next winter. So, you know, and you you don't have to fly very far.
0: <laughs> yeah, man. Once everything opens up here, it's it's going to be really cool. So I'm excited to experience all of it. Why did you move to California from Florida? Because, like, I'm from California and I
2: moved to Oklahoma. And people ask me that. Maybe that's a silly question. But I, Florida is sick, dude. Like, the weather is nicer. Where in
0: Cali did you live? Uh, the Bay Area. Tight.
2: So... Uh,
0: so man, like, to be honest, it's just, I just, I lived there for so long. And like, I lived in Boston for a little bit. And uh, like, man, I don't know how to say it. Just to be honest, man, like it's, it's like going in a time machine, like things here are just so much faster and culturally crazier. And uh, I just knew that I needed to be just to like be surrounded by like creative people and just kind of like, get out, get out and experience things and just uh it just seemed like the move at the time and to be honest it was um, it's one of the best decisions i ever made ever have you been able to since you've been in california have you been able
2: to meet other musicians like-minded people like yourself uh, and, and collaborate with them and you, do you feel like it's grown your your imagination process being out there as an
0: artist Yeah, man. Like without a doubt, I've met so many people like everybody here is doing whether it's music or tech startups or like whatever it is, everyone's doing something which I love. And, um, you know, to be honest with you, in Florida, there's this thing where it's like, if you want to be a musician and like you want to be a rock star, or like whatever, it's like everyone you can play the big festivals, you can do this and that. But everyone's kind of like, you're going to be a rock star, like cool. But like out here, it's like, Literally, this is just people's lives. So, like, there's no element of this, like, kind of like weird thing. And uh, it really, really opens your mind, like, a lot. Okay. But then I would say this I would say if you're around all these other people that are doing the same thing,
2: you really don't stand out in front of other people, like, other big people, because now you're just like a crowd. We're maybe in Florida where there's apparently no creative people. I'm just kidding. (laughs) I'm just kidding.
3: was amazing. There, Listen, there, there goes half our demographic. Good fucking
2: job. <laughs> i just, got I'm just kidding. You know. I'm so, say, so well, i just respond- saying. You would stand out more with
0: less people that are doing what you're doing. Yeah, but I mean, my response to that is kind of like, what's really your goal? For me, my goal is obviously I would love to to stand out and all that, but but really, I just want to be happy, like doing music and be around creative collab. I just want to be inspired. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, I, I was just teasing you. What, Sam? What were you saying?
3: All right, I just want to officially apologize to the state of Florida. We love you. Don't listen to this jackass over here.
2: Florida's home. forever. Man. I was kidding. I, I I love Florida. I absolutely love Florida. I, I I've only been I've been to uh, Tampa and then St. Pete's Beach, which is freaking awesome. I don't know. Yeah, it's like near the Tampa
0: area. I love that area.
2: I like Florida. Nothing, I got nothing against Florida. I was making a joke. No, you hate on Florida. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, it's
0: fucking hate on Florida. We're gonna send Jacksonville after you.
3: And Come all out, the, all, out. White, all the trailer trash from Jacksonville is coming right
0: after you. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Jacksonville's and diverse, bro. Come on.
3: Yeah, now you're the one. Now they're coming after you. <laughs> uh, either one of you been to Jacksonville? Thank you. No, Thank no, you. no I
0: haven't. Like, it, and the thing is, too, like, like electronic music is like has absolutely taken over Florida, which, which is amazing, and it's mm-hmm. really sick for what well, it is.
3: Tampa and Miami, I'd say. I still say Orlando and Jacksonville is still rock, still
0: rock. It exists more. It exists more for sure. But it's just at least just my experience, you know. Yeah. I do. We, we do want to play your other song, um, real real
2: soon. Before I say that though, I do want to say I know exactly where you're coming from. You want to be around people to help you create that are like-minded. I was teasing you earlier about about uh not standing out but really when you're doing what you're doing you want to be around that same atmosphere it just it, it's 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 it's
0: good for your uh your creativity so yes. what's, what's this next song called So the next song is called Battle of the Basilisk. Um, And I want to talk about this a little bit because the EP kind of follows a a pattern and it's kind of like the hero's journey in a way. So it's like 2020 is kind of like a synopsis of like the world and like its hypocrisies and just kind of like what the fuck is going on, especially now. Um, And then Valley of the Vultures is track two, which basically is where you are in like a very selfish mindset and you're kind of like, I'm just going to take whatever the fuck like step over whoever like I don't care and just kind of like where does where does that get you to to the valley of the vultures basically is where that is the next song is called I don't care which is basically where you have created all these problems and you're just like I don't care like I just want to vibe out I don't want to deal with this shit like I'm just trying to fucking it's literally I just want to uh, smoke weed with my dog and play rock songs. Like I, I don't care. I'm not gonna deal with it. You're over it. Like you're over it. Screw it. I'm yeah, done. I'm it. And then Battle of the Basilisk is where like you realize that like if I don't deal with the shit in my life, then like nothing's ever gonna fucking change, and like you'll never you know get to where you're trying to go. So so Battle of the Basilisk is where you decide to take, like, accountability for, like, yourself and your life and then just fuck shit up. So it's the battle of the basilisk. Uh, dude, and this song, I did see a little bit of it, not the whole entire thing. This
2: song <laughs> is this, this awesome, dude. Well, we played it a little before the show. This, this song is sick. Uh, Sam, let me play it because last time you tried to play it, it kind of paused a little bit. So I got this right here. Love that. (laughs) nice man dude are those lights part of your setup
0: uh no that's a studio here called ss studios in downtown los angeles awesome spot super cool now last question before you wrap it up here i do want to ask when you're playing
2: the guitar (coughs) um and you're behind and then you get behind the dj set uh what is it like the turntables or whatever it's called
0: yeah cdj 2000s okay
2: so is it a different feeling when you're on stage, when you get behind
0: those two instruments? Yes, uh, totally. And that's kind of why like, uh, different parts have different, different dynamics and stuff. Um, and it's, it kind of allows to have like different elements of the set. Um, one of the coolest examples of this I've ever seen is, uh, the chain smokers memories do not open tour. Um, was like they literally had like the decks would come like in and out of the ground and like they would like be playing acoustic guitar and shit and then like the decks would come up and then it's time to fucking rage and like it's just it allows for so much like crazy dynamic and like different experience and stuff so so yeah it definitely definitely changes things but I think that's sick. I think it
2: allows you as an artist to have more fun on stage and kind of change what you're doing, and I'm a, and that energy probably feeds into the crowd because they're going to get a different vibe from you behind, you know, your turntables and, and your and your electronic like, stuff over here, and then when you're playing guitar, to you're going to throw off a different vibe, man. I think that's very talented. I think that's super cool that you're able to do that. Right. I dig, I, I dig your music, man. And you got any, let us know you got any new albums coming out. What's what's kind of working in
0: your world over there. So the last track uh, from the EP is going to be coming out at the end of this month. It's called deadinside.irl. Um, and, and, you know, the, the EP is called Equanimity, and that means calmness of mind through strenuous times. Um, so more than anything, I hope that people kind of like listen to the whole thing and like just get the story and, and get something out of it, uh, you know, that can help them. Yeah, man, I think you're a super cool dude. I, thank
2: you for coming on last minute on the on the on the on the show. I guess podcast show, whatever we are, dude. Absolutely, dude. You've been you've been great and uh, had a little bit of fun. And I love that you took it well. So appreciate that. Let everyone know where they can find you if they want to look you up.
0: I know it's authors, uh, but it's a t h r s. So yep. authors music everywhere. So like YouTube.com slash authors music, Instagram authors music, TikTok authors music, everywhere. Awesome. Okay. And I would like to thank everybody that listens to the
2: loud spot with Sebastian. Uh, always. I want to thank Sam McIntosh for all the hard work he does. You can go check out www.theloudspot.net. Uh, check out our website. We got YouTube videos on there. We got past podcasts on there. We're doing more of a video podcast, but we still gonna uh, are going to upload these to Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and all the other distribution places you listen to your podcast. And I think that's all I got. You got any,
0: anything else, Sam? Nope. Let's end this. Goodbye.
1: This is the Loud Spot outro by Nothing Short of Tragic. Is this all talk with no action? No. Is this my thoughts with distraction?
0: No. Is this what I bought that's in fashion? Or is this the Loud Spot with
2: Sebastian? Does yeah. Nothing Short of Tragic have it back again? Yeah. Does everything that's good
1: really have to end? Yeah. A pin post has a pin show, so to get more episodes, make an order, this is over.